Hi everyone, welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel and I am back with another amazing story about New York City. Is anyone else looking forward to this weekend? I got tickets to the Morgan on Friday. I've got dinner out at a hot restaurant with a friend on Saturday. I'm supposed to go bike riding on Sunday. Uh, hangover permitting, we shall see. But I don't know, New York is just feeling so great. And I know I'm saying that all of the time, but really... You know, the social calendar is really filling in and I hope you guys are getting out to and doing a lot of fun things. Speaking of which, perfect segue. Let's get into our Rachel's Rex right off the bat here. Number one was your request from Instagram this week and that was somewhere fun to go dancing. I love this question so much and there are a lot of great places to go dancing in New York. I've been to quite a few of them, but one that I have been loving recently is Joyface on Avenue C in the East Village. This place is just a fucking blast. I went there after the They Had Fun season three premiere party with a bunch of friends. We danced all night. We had a bunch of great drinks. There was a drag show. It was just an absolute blast and I love it. So if you're looking to go out dancing and have some fun with your friends, go check out Joyface in the East Village. Okay, let's get on to our second recommendation and this is my personal choice and I'm gonna do something a little different. I've only done this once. Usually I'll do like an entire restaurant or a bar, but this time I'm doing one specific menu item because I cannot help myself and that is the crispy potatoes war style at Rolos in Ridgewood. Oh, they are so 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 good. I can't even put it into words. Okay, I'm obsessed with french fries to begin with. Love, love, love as you know. Sitting in a bar having some french fries and a beverage, but these are a little bit different. These are kind of like a potato wedge type thing and then they are covered in this delicious, spicy, kind of sweet peanut buttery sounds weird but it's great sauce also like an aioli mayonnaise and then the piece de resistance they put raw white onions on the top I'm just telling you trust me on this they are so absolutely delicious every single time I go in even if I'm like I'm just gonna pop in and get a drink and sit at the bar I'm just gonna go for brunch or I'm gonna go say hi to Leo shout out to Leo uh one of my favorite bartenders there I always always wind up getting these damn potatoes they're so delicious so Rolos, of course, is wonderful, as is. They have a great bar program, wonderful food. However, I'm specifically recommending that no matter what you order, you also get the crispy potatoes war style. Absolutely delicious. Okay, speaking of delicious food, let's get into my guest today. All right, guys, I cannot believe we got this person. And I'm going to be honest with you because I am the perfectionist that you all know and love. We had a few audio issues. You may notice them, okay? But I still thought that this interview was so great and so heartwarming and so fun that I wanted to bring it to you anyway. So just try and ignore a few of those things. I apologize. Stick with me on this one. It's a great story and I love him. He is an absolute Brooklyn legend. He is a pizza man, a pizza entrepreneur. That is how he asked to be introduced. And I love it. He is the owner of Polly G's in Greenpoint, Brooklyn and Polly G's Slice Shop right around the corner. Please welcome to the show, Polly G. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being on. Like I was saying, you have this wonderful pizza shop in Brooklyn and the quintessential New York food pizza. I haven't really had anyone from that world. So I'm so excited to have one of the 
awesome pizza makers of New York City on the show. Well, I'm glad I'm breaking the ice on that. So Polly G, I remember when it opened in 2010, I think I might have been there like the opening weekend or the second. And I just remember there was something in the air when this place opened that everyone was like, I got to get to this pizza spot. It's so good. The pizzas are so wonderful. The room was so cool. I remember every time someone came to visit or my family was in town, it was like, we got to go to Polly G's. And obviously that feeling is still there and everyone still loves that place. But I just remember it being so special when it started. What made you open this place and why Greenpoint? And just give us the spiel. I toiled in the corporate world. I, I masqueraded as a corporate IT professional for about 30 years. Whoa. Yeah. And it really wasn't for me. So uh, <laughs> I wasn't really wired for it. I thought maybe I was. And But once you start at it and you make commitments, mortgages, you know, you have children, you can't just walk away from it easily. I continued to, you know, on the weekends, do what I love, which was cooking for people, entertaining them, playing music for them. People would say I should open up a restaurant because they saw how much I enjoyed entertaining. And I just told them I had no interest in it whatsoever. And I just kept on looking to do something. And my friend helped me build an oven in my backyard to prove to myself that I could do it. And that's how it all started. I started for two years having pizza tastings at my home, inviting people over. I'd spend, you know, days at work, daydreaming about it. And long story short, I found a way to do that. I, you know, I didn't have any money, but I found I found other people's money. I found people who believed in me. I did have to put in some of my own money. And I spoke with my wife and we talked about it, how desperate I was to do this. And uh, we wound up taking out a home equity loan for everything we had in the house. Oh my gosh. So that's the short story, believe it or not. The thing that I find so inspirational about that is that it was your passion and you went for it. And I think that's something that all of us can learn from something like that. And even that you put like your own funding up for that and it's turned out to be such a success. It's inspirational. I don't know, like congrats. I had no idea about that entire story and it's just so wonderful it's very important that you do something that you love because when you do something you love you're going to be good at it it was great and and the best part about it was i learned that i was meant to be the boss and not have a boss okay <laughs> you're definitely living the dream i think that's what everyone wants is maybe not a manager over them telling them what to do but they get to pursue their passions not easy you gotta you have to walk through those walls of fear to do it you know you have to have some belief that you can make it happen these are words of wisdom from Polly G himself. Exactly what all of us need to hear. Don't live in the fear. Just go for it. And you were the success story of that. You wanted to be there and you were like, well, I want to I want to be in there and be with the people and like, you know, be in the room and do the entertaining. That part is what is so vivid to me of those early years of going there, of you being there and coming out to all of the tables and greeting everyone and saying hello and talking to them about the pizza. And like you existed in the room so beautifully and you were so kind to everyone. And I just still remember that. And it's something my sister talks about all of the time. What I'm fortunate about is that I'm able to do something that I love. There are people in the same position as me, but they kind of like, eh, I don't want to go out. Let me go make pizza because <laughs> they don't enjoy talking to people. I love talking to people. I love sharing my views, uh, asking other people about their favorite pizzerias and such. And that's just something that I love to do. Okay. Considering how much you love talking, you love interacting with people and telling stories. Let's, let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the crux of the show. So we're going to start with my first question, which is when did you move to New York? September 11th, 1953. <gasps> 1953. I was born in Adelphi Hospital in Fort Greene. Okay. <laughs> I moved out of my mother's womb and into the <laughs> delivery room. 
another native New Yorker. It makes me so happy when I get the native New Yorkers. It's such like a feather in my cap. And I also didn't know that about you, I assumed, but I wasn't sure. So you were born here, born in Brooklyn. And how was it growing up here? Was it what you would think of of a quintessential 1960s Brooklyn movie in your head? Or was it different and you couldn't wait to get out? Or did you always want to stay? I, I love growing up here. I had I had a lot of friends. Uh, I love doing things when I was a teenager, getting a lot of trouble, uh, <laughs> experimenting with things and going to concerts. But eventually I wanted to go. I wound up moving to Miami for a little bit, but I got very homesick. I miss my friends. I miss the Yankees. <laughs> I'm a big Yankee fan. So I miss the Yankees. Yes. They were opening up a brand new stadium and I was down in Miami and I'm reading about this and I wound up coming back. Just I went to the first eight games they played in that stadium. That's such a great answer. Sort of the second question is always, why did you move to New York? And I think for this, we could say that like the reason you came back is the Yankees. And I don't know if it gets any more New York than that. It's a pretty honest answer. Yeah, no, that that was the story right there. And when you were growing up in New York, did you live, did you stay in Brooklyn the entire time? Did you guys move about? What? Where did you kind of spend Yeah, we time? Lived, I lived in uh, um, the neighborhoods called Kensington. The, the post office at Kensington, the libraries at Kensington. But I'd ask my parents, you know, and they say, oh, we're wedged in between Flatbush and Borough Park. It was a great neighborhood. It was a very diverse neighborhood. There, there were Jews, there were Italian Americans, and and there were Irish Americans in that neighborhood. And I made a lot of friends. And as I said, I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's all worked out for you. You were born in New York. You came back to New York. You opened one of the best pizza shops in New York City. It's quite the success story, if you ask me. Absolutely. Okay, I'm sure we could get many stories about all of your time in New York City and about growing up here, but we have to come to the most important question of the show and let's see if we can pin you down to just one. Polly, what is the most fun you've ever had in New York City? One of my oldest friends, Jimmy C, he was my first business partner. Polly G and Jimmy C. Yeah. <laughs> we had got tickets to Yankee game. My son got four tickets from some really good seats to the Yankee game. My son couldn't make it up, but I talked to Jimmy and my wife and I and Jimmy and his wife, Bess, uh, we were going to go to the Yankee game. Uh, I guess it was Saturday night. I get a call from his wife, Bess. She was hysterical. Jimmy hit his head and passed out. I thought he was I thought he was going to die. We thought he was dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It turns out Jimmy started his day of alcoholic consumption early. <laughs> and then he decided to consume some uh, herbal, you know, stuff. And, and he, like, passed out or something. Fell back, hit his head. Oh, no. And he said, you know what? We I better go home. It's been a really rough weekend. So I didn't have anybody to go to the game. It was just me and Mr. G. We got one other friend, the guy Mike. Mike was able to go. So we go to the game. We had great seats. And we're watching the game. And a foul pop went a little nearby. Mr. G got upset. She got, you know, she was afraid she was going to hit. Then all of a sudden, there was another foul pop. And I'm worried about her. I want to make sure she's going to hit with the ball. And I went to lift my head up. I had on my Paulie G Slice Shop 2.0 hat. As I lifted my head, boom, I got hit really hard with the ball. It was a high pop and it came down and it really hurt. I saw stars. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. And everybody came over. First aid came over, put uh, ice on my head immediately. I had a scar. I had like a, a big red mark. It was bleeding. You look at the hat now, there's blood inside my hat, right? Ooh. 
I didn't know if I was okay or not. I was worried, right? But I said, they give it a few minutes. Are you okay? Are you okay? I said, I'm not sure. And they kept on attending to me. The first aid guy was there. And I was getting better, but not too much. And, you know, I said, I better not screw around with this, right? So I told them, you know, I, I, I want to go to first aid. They escorted me. They made sure I didn't fall because I, was, I had vertigo. I had ringing in my ear. <laughs> This is your most fun story. Uh, yeah, well, keep listening. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just funny. <laughs> I, I failed to mention it was Aaron Judge who hit that foul pop. <gasps> oh, okay. Very important. Oh, and before I left, a guy came over right after I got hit with the ball. A guy came over and said, I have the ball for you. Here it is. The guy gave me the ball. So I have the ball. They take me to first aid and I'm sitting there. They're asking me questions. What day is it? Who, who, you know, who are you here to see? Who are the Yankees playing? Well, what's your second cousin's mother's brother's first name? <laughs> they want me to answer all these questions, right? Did you have the answers to them? I had every answer. Okay, okay, good. You good. know, I didn't pass out. And I wanted to watch the rest of the game. But I said, I better go. So we went to the first date. I'm sitting there. And they said, you want to go back and see the game? I, you know, because I was feeling a little better. No, no, that's okay. I said, you know what? I'm feeling better now. I want to get in the car. Oh, and while we were there, this is the important part. They said the Yankees will call you tomorrow to check up. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Okay. Very nice. Right. So I wanted to go to NYU. So I said, you know what? I want to go to that emergency room. So we got in the car and we got out of there. They took a CAT scan. They didn't take the right CAT scan, but they took a CAT scan. I guess they wanted to make sure my brain was okay. I don't know. The, the CAT scan results were that. It, it was unremarkable. Okay? <laughs> you know, I've never been so happy to be unremarkable before, right? So they told me I had a concussion. Oh, no. And the next day, I was waiting for the Yankees to call because yeah. I said to them, I said, I, I'd really love for Judge to sign this ball. That's all I want. I'd love for judges. Well, people say, oh, you should sue them. I, I just want Judge to sign the ball. <laughs> so I waited, I waited. The Yankees never called. Oh, no. You know what? I put together an Instagram post. I, I took a screenshot of him hitting the foul ball. And then I put a picture of me in the emergency room with the thing. I aren't judging the Yankees. What do I got to do to get you to sign this ball? Aww. Because they never called me, right? I yeah. was going to ask them. I would try to arrange it. So I threw in a towel, and that's what I did. And about an hour later, I got a call from the New York Post. They had seen this. They want to tell a story. They want to tell the story. Leave it to the New York Post to be out to you in less than 60 minutes. And she wrote a beautiful article with some really nasty headlines. <gasps> but when I saw she posted it, and I saw the headline. I called it back. And I said, you know, it was a very nice story you wrote. She really did. But the headline sucked, I said. <laughs> Meanwhile, all of a sudden, my son starts getting phone calls. People are trying to track me down. Within, within hours, I was on like on three TV shows. <gasps> yeah. The, the, Is the hope that when you're being on these shows that they'll see it and that judge will sign the ball? And the hope was that people come to my pizzeria, right? <laughs> uh, yes, but yes, I hope you see the ball. So meanwhile, <laughs> this woman, she helped to get judge to agree to sign the ball. She wrote a follow-up article saying that judge agreed to do this in exchange for some of my pizza. That's a good trade. I told him, I said, during a, a couple of these things, I have a hope, a wish, and a dream. I said, I hope judge signs the ball. My wish would be that he sign it at my slice shop that's full of Yankee memorabilia in Greenpoint. And my dream is to have my pizza served at Yankee Stadium. Oh, wow. All of a sudden, I get a call from the Yankee PR director. Long story short, took almost two months. And I told him, I said, you know, all I want is to sign a ball. My grandson, I'd love for... 
my grandson to meet Aaron Judge. You come to the ballpark and, you know, we'll, we'll take care of everything from there. Wow. Just knowing how huge of a Yankee fan you are, like it must have just felt great. Uh, okay. So you, you show up there. So the PR director said, look, because they're not going to eat right before a game. It's hectic. You're going to have some workouts next week. You can bring the pizza to one of the workouts. I say, great. Excellent. We, uh, they told us to come to the game. They said to come to gate two, call this number, and somebody will come down and get you. And we brought Jimmy C along. Because <laughs> he should have been at the game that night. And he didn't make it because of his head, right? It all comes full circle. Yeah. So we brought Jimmy C. And we went there. And, and like they said, come at 4 o'clock. And they marched us out onto the field, <gasps> right on the field, like, you know, around behind on play. We're watching batting practice. The players are coming over. We got a baseball and he's signing baseballs. <gasps> All of these players keep coming up and we get my grandson gets to meet them. And my son knew who everyone was. And oh, look at that person. That guy's an announcer for this. So we're waiting to go, you know, to get to meet Aaron Judge and get the ball signed. Right. Oh, my God. And then the PR director, Jason Zillow, he came and got me. And, and my grandson, and I thought we were all going to go, but it was just the two of us. So Jimmy C. and, you know, my son and daughter-in-law were, were waiting out there. They take us down into the bowels of the stadium. We're walking and walking. And all of a sudden, they bring us through this door. And there's this little office. And in there was sitting the general manager of the Yankees. Now, I had some very strong opinions about him. <laughs> came pretty close to having to go to the emergency room again to get stitches on my tongue from biting it so hard from all the things <laughs> I wanted to tell him that I didn't. So there we were. And 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 then Aaron Judge came out, a six foot seven guy. My little grandson is like two feet tall. So he came. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know, he got to sign the ball. And I was so nervous. You know, people ask me, so what did he say? I don't remember what he said. I have to, <laughs> I just don't. I remember, you know, blacked out. I think they asked my grandson who's favorite. All play was, of course, he said Aaron Judge. You know, my son took care of that. He made sure that Aaron Judge was his favorite ball player. <laughs> you know, we got to take pictures. They took official pictures. I took pictures that I couldn't post. The, the whole thing, I, I was so taken by the whole thing. It was great. I just asked him. I said, listen, the season had was about to end. It was two games from the end of the season. You know, he Aaron Judge was hadn't decided what he was going to do with his future yet, right? So I said, listen, I have two requests. One, you know, for you to sign this ball, this is the actual ball that you hit me with, okay? <laughs> and my other request is just one thing. I just said, Yankee for life. And he just, he looked at me with a smirk and you know, he didn't say anything. He was, he was playing poker very well. So he never <laughs> let on what he was going to do. So we took the pictures and uh, we got to go back out. But I was so, I guess I was so, you know, taken in by the whole thing. I wore the hat that I was wearing when I got hit with the ball. Oh, wow. And inside the hat was, you know, a blotch of blood. Yeah. I was going to have him sign the hat. I forgot all about it. <laughs> but you got the ball signed. So you got to meet him, like one of the biggest Yankees of all time. It's such a particular New York story. I mean, you know, maybe getting hit in the head with a ball wasn't the most fun you ever had, but that it all came full circle and that you got to meet him and that all of this happened and that you're the pizza man. I mean, it's just so... New York, and you met basically an idol. And, and, and you know, I got to, I got to be on TV. I was on like only five different shows. <laughs> and I was on national TV. That's really the highlight. Not that your grandson met Aaron Judge, but that you got to be on TV. That was the huge highlight. And then my other wish was I wanted him to have my pizza. Right? Yeah. 
you know, my dream is to have my pizza served at Yankee Stadium. And I I meant, you know, what you have a stand where there's a Paulie G's slice shop in Yankee Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we our pizza was served at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, right? So I figured we could have it served there. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course. That's not that. Yes. But I haven't given up on that. I haven't had a chance to pursue it. But I got to I have to get back to Jason Zillow and see if he can. Point me in the right direction. Well, I mean, Madison Square Garden is a huge accomplishment in and of itself. So that's just one more step up. So that would be incredible, too. Did he get to eat your pizza? He did. They said, look, come. As I mentioned before, you come for this workout we're having. You know, uh, it'll be a good time to come. You come to the loading dock. And so I I put like 25 pies together or something. I forget how much it was. Somebody has suggested that I have a pizza named after him. You know, I had the red dot on my head, the blood. <laughs> so they sent me a picture of a pizza with one piece of pepperoni towards the top of the pie. So I took one of those pies and we did that. I should have did it on a white pie so the pepperoni would stand out more. We put a pie just like that in the box, posted the picture on the lid. So he got to see that pizza. Uh, <laughs> all the other pizza was served at Yankee Stadium, just not to the to the extent that I'm I'm still hoping. We'll see what happens. I love that. That was the pizza you came up with. Was just the one red pepperoni. I didn't come up with it. Somebody on the internet didn't. They they DM'd me, right? But yeah, it was a great idea. That story is absolutely incredible. It has so many layers, so much nuance. I think most of all, you had fun in that particular moment where you got to meet a Yankee in the flesh. It's so New York. It's such a wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing it. It's hilarious. It's great. So now because you are Polly G, the pizza man, because you finally are our first pizza guy on the show, which I'm so proud of. And you have this incredible story with a Yankee. And one day, maybe your pizza will be served at Yankee Stadium. I have to ask you my last and final question. And that is, what is your favorite thing about New York? You know, my favorite thing about New York is that there's so many damn things that you could do in New York. It's not <laughs> like, oh, I go to Broadway play this. You could do so many things. Over the years, I, you know, I've seen great baseball games. I've seen the Yankees win the World Series in person twice. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I got to go to the greatest concerts in the world. I saw Jimi Hendrix twice, Madison Square Garden, Fillmore East. <gasps> you know, and that's just a couple of things. And the food, the food in this city is tremendous. And, you know, there's just so many things to do. It's, it's just like a smorgasbord of fun. Oh, my gosh. You're giving me the chills right now. I love that. It's so true. I totally agree. It's one of the things I love, too. There are a zillion different things you can do. Any interest, any budget, any anything, the food, all of it. I think it's such a great answer. And it's one of the best things about New York City. And it's why so many people come here. You cannot be bored here. That is for sure. And it's all fun. I love I love that that's what you said. It's such a good answer. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for making delicious pizza for all of the New Yorkers to eat. Thank you for telling that incredible story. I, I had such a good time talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great time as well. Awesome. Most of all, thanks, New York. They had fun. When is this going to air? <laughs> <laughs>